What's up, Doom Nation? We are back once again with another Doomed review and this week's installment of the House of Dragons. Skaggs, what's going on, buddy? Not much, man. I'm ready to go. Late night, here we are yes, doing a service for Doom Nation to uh, give you our thoughts on the latest installment, episode four. It is now basically four and a half years after the first episode as well. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're starting off here. Uh, we, missed last week. <laughs> <laughs> we missed last week. Uh, you know, we were a little bit busy where, uh, you know, Damon basically won the war in the Stepstones, killed the crab feeder. Um, that's where this picks all picks up. The, the only thing I would like to say is, I mean, what an awesome fight scene of Damon just taking on an entire army. But we missed the battle against like the cat, the crab king. Yeah. And he comes out sliced in half, covered in blood. Come on. Yeah. Fucking robbed us. Yeah, I get it. It would have been cool to see. Still was cool regardless. Yes, it was. Um, so, yeah, this episode picks up, uh, you know, after that, um, Damon returns to King's Landing on his dragon. Um, it's a little bit of a tense scene, right? Like, we don't know how it's going to go. We yeah. see he walks in. He's fully armed. Uh, he's wearing a crown of his own. And um, things don't go, I guess, the way m- most people probably thought they would go. He actually kneels right. and, um, you know, he uh, pledges his allegiance, I guess, back to King Viserys and turns over his crown. Um, and they kind of, you know, get back together and uh, work things out. I guess King Viserys is a good king because he's not this ruthless, warmongering psychopath. But when you're not this ruthless, warmongering psychopath, you get taken advantage of of those around you. Like because clearly once, you know, the show kicks off, like we we're like, oh, wow. OK, Damon is is kneeling. Um, you know, he showed up with the crown on. So it was kind of like, what is he? Is he taunting him? And then, like, you watch throughout the episode, they play serious again. You know what I'm saying? Like. He he's a good king, but I don't think like I think like the lack of ruthlessness is what allows people to do these things behind his back. Maybe he's definitely a different king than we're used to. Yes. We've seen throughout all yes. of Game of Thrones, right? We're seeing a guy sit in the chair who is sort of morally just in a way, and he's not trying yeah. to play that awful game that everybody else plays. I mean, for the most part. We never got a, a person sitting in the Iron Throne besides Ned, who sat it for like five seconds, yeah. who was trying to do the right thing at all times. It seems to be what King Viserys is, is trying to do. So uh, Damon comes back. He and Rhaenyra decide to go for a night out on the town. Yeah, so let's f- get some drinks. Yeah, Friday night fucked Slip up. Friday in. King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go see a show. You know, they have a couple of drinks, like you're saying. And then things get weird. Yeah. Shit's yeah. about to get weird. Um, I guess you read it in the book. Um, I was I was taken back. I was, you know, I was the, these Sunday nights. It's it's difficult because, you know, you have a full week, a full weekend. You end up, you know, dozing off here and there. But boy, I was wide awake for that scene. That was uh, quite interesting and disgusting. And uh, it's funny because, like, the end result, though, is still, like, no better. It's like, you want to bang your uncle or your cousin? <laughs> or you your, tell me. Or your two-year-old <laughs> brother. Yeah. Um, that was a weird scene. And then, like, the second she got into it, he was out. He's like, oh, you you like this? Nah, I'm not with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really weird. It was a bit too dark. 
I'm going to criticize the show for that. The whole them. No, they they the can't thing. get the lighting right, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know what that is about Game of Thrones. So, yeah, it was weird, right? You know, as soon as he kind of gets what he wants, you know, a reaction out of her and some, you know, yeah. she, she gives it back to him. He just bounces. Yeah, um, I think because like he's not in control. I think he was going to enjoy more, I guess, raping her, you know, like this is like straight out of the Biden household here. <laughs> um, I, I think like he was going to get more excitement out of like her not wanting it and him still doing it. But like once she was like into it, he was like, nah, I'm out. I think the show is trying to confuse us maybe and like try and convey like what are his intentions here? Is he trying to mm-hmm. like, you know, like spoil her as a princess? Does he really like her? Even, you know, is he going to like murder her in this dark alleyway? Yeah, I think that's what the line they were trying to like walk there, tightrope walk in a way. That's a vibe I kind of got from what they were kind of trying to do. Um, You know, I think later on, uh, I think the scene, I think the scene later on, though, kind of gives his motivations away. No, he he wants to marry her. Yeah. Right. And and I think the show has been alluding to that since episode one, uh, where he was with that, like uh, that woman in the pleasure house. And he he wanted a silver haired woman. He gave her the necklace, which the episode started off with her touching the necklace. Right. So I think ultimately Damon does want to marry Rhaenyra and they be king and queen. Right. um, Do you think there's this little wokeness to the like the idea? um, Oh, what's her? What's the queen's name? I don't want to fuck it up. Allison, where they keep talking about how like women are political pawns. That's it. You you get married. It's your death sentence. You pump out heirs just like Renera's mother did until you die. No, because that's what Game of Thrones is and has always yeah. been and has always been referenced in the books and in Game of Thrones okay, the show. Fair enough. Catelyn Stark mentioned it multiple times. It's part yeah. of their culture, culture. Their custom, that medieval yeah. fair enough. culture custom. Even, um, you know, even even other shows we've watched that are medieval yeah. shows uh, you have referenced stuff like that. Um, I, I thought at the same time there was a, there was kind of like another scene going on too between Alicent and King Viserys where this this episode really like kind of slowed down and it felt really long too. I don't know these episodes feel a lot mm-hmm. longer. The Game of Thrones episodes. Well, that's what happens when you don't half-ass it, and you know, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And there's like meaty stuff going on, like drama, love, storylines. Um, the sex scene between Alicent and King Viserys, I thought was also uh, interesting. It was gross, <laughs> right? It was gross, but it was contrasting Damon and uh, Rhaenyra. And now it's the same thing, right? You're seeing them have sex and you're yeah. seeing her face and she seems to like not be interested whatsoever, Yeah, which is leading me to think like, is she also playing him it, or like just like I'm thinking like is Damon playing Rhaenyra like mm-hmm. You can never just kind of that's what's great about Game of Thrones the way you don't know really know what people's motivations really are. Damon makes the good point of I forget how he started it, but he was like, you know, you get married to who you want, but you get to fuck who you want too. you know what I'm saying? So like, excuse my language, Doom Nation. Sorry, I'm being a little vulgar, but um, I mean, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and that's kind of I kind of think, oh, God, what's your name again? Um. The Allison. Queen. Allison. Allison, there we go. Allison is uh, realizing that for herself, too. She because she's in the background of all the drama. She's overhearing all, you know, the stories unfold and she's going to Ramira and, uh, you know, asking her, did you bang your uncle and stuff like that? And she has to 
fulfill her queenly duties and sleep with the king, even though he's this old, infectious man, right. yeah. falling literally right. falling apart at the seams. He's got remember in episode one, it was that one little spot on his back. Now he's missing fingers. He's got shit all over his body. She still needs to sleep with him. It ain't that exciting anymore. Yeah, definitely. Right. I, I, I think that's also they're trying to maybe convey that message. I just love how you don't really know for certain. Like, yeah. Is she like, you know, trying to get at him or is that what it is? Right. Is it just that he's just this old gross man now on top of her? Yeah, I really do like the vibe and the feel the show has been giving of like princess drama, but doesn't feel corny at all in any way. Like them standing in the courtyard and having the discussion and her going out. Remember, Renera is a princess, has been probably like pampered and whatnot. Her entire life has never gone out the night out in the town of King's Landing. I thought the show has done a good job, but like portraying that sort of thing without it being corny or feeling like i don't know like a disney princess story or something right it feels like game of thrones where you're getting like so a then, high school princess drama yeah at the same time um and it's not and it's not bad you know we always talk about like we don't care that the main character is a woman just give us a good Story's story exactly. and they're giving us a good story you could even say damon is a supporting role and it, Damon's not a simp. He's the greatest warrior. You know what I'm saying? Like Rhaenyra and, is the main character of yeah. the show. Correct. Yeah. And we still have a badass chick who has actual drama and is figuring out her fucking life. Jeez. It may not be what the king wants, but it's not this woke bullshit of, you know, I'm the better Hulk <laughs> type right. of crap. Right. Or I'm Galadriel. <laughs> I'm now the, the, yeah. the warrior king, you know? Um, yeah, it's it's building up to a great character, right? We're seeing the building blocks be yeah. laid for for Rhaenyra. And then um, let's let's get into my favorite part is she what's her guard's name? Oh, Sir the Kristen black. Cole. Right. Yeah, yes. Sir Kristen. She finally bangs him and everybody <laughs> knew whether you read the whether you read the book or not, like episode one, you were like, those two, those two are going to do something. And he reluctantly does it. He's like, this is against my oath. And she takes off like one piece of armor. He's like sold. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> I mean, you know, not to get graphic or anything, but I don't know how. How can any man resist a Targaryen chick? Who, yeah, I who, guess uh, so. yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, um, I mean, that's interesting. I think that also plays into what I was saying before. It's a princess drama. She's a young girl mm-hmm. kind of like getting out there, getting drunk on her own. She was feeling frisky, you know, got into what she wanted yeah. to do. Fair enough. There's nothing wrong with that. That's like that's like human life. You know, what I mean, that's what people do. That's what makes the show good, right? It's relatable. Yeah. Anybody could go out and get drunk and do something like that when they're a young person. Yeah, but I don't know if they're running out there with their uncle and like, all right, yeah, let's that's do true. it in an that's, alleyway. <laughs> that's weird. But we're seeing this again through the lens of medieval culture. Um, I think then the next scene is is uh, the king calls Damon into the, uh, the throne room. And he well, kind of late. Hightower drops the dime on everyone first. Right. That is true. Right. Yeah. So so Otto Hightower drops the dime, uh, you know, to See, the king. And, pro- and that, uh, go ahead, go ahead. The problem, there's like, oh god. Uh, the problem is, the hands position is just always like a shitty hand. If you if you think about it, there, you know, at, all throughout Game of Thrones, we've watched evil hands plot evil stories, and and even you know, Leslie was like, oh well, Tyrion wasn't that bad. I was, really, really, you know, um. So I think he was like, just better at it than most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think with Hightower coming in and dropping this type of information, 
it should, you know, like, what is the king to think now? You know what I mean? Like, do I believe my daughter or do I believe the hand who has ulterior motives? I already wed his daughter. His his grandson is is my heir now. Like, and now you're telling me this, like. So I what? think this contradicts your point earlier where you said that Viserys is kind of like a weak king. I really don't think he's a weak king. I think I, he's no, already I, kind I of say I say he's a weak king in the sense that he's not a warmongering psychopath. So people believe he can get they could get one over on him, but it doesn't always work. I, he's in a hard yeah. position. Oh, he's yeah. ruled differently than anybody we've seen so far. Yeah, I, I don't think you could easily get one over on King Viserys, no. however, because he kind of over. He just kind of calls him out. He's like, no what kind of like self ambition. Do you have here? He's like he 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 lays it out like he knows that there's definitely something going on mm-hmm. with uh, Otto Hightower. That's going on, I guess. Um, you know, and, and at the same time, this is this a good episode because I felt like you didn't know where people's loyalties lie, especially Queen Alicent, right? Like trying to figure that out we know obviously auto hightower he has designs right he's trying to manipulate yeah. things and get his grandson on there but allison like you don't know where she's at like is she really loyal to Rhaenyra and the king or is she just like her her father's pawn yeah i think that's like an interesting dynamic going on there next scene uh damon basically admits to the king contradicts Rhaenyra, um and he just says like you know let's you know let me marry her so i think for the most part, that confirms he does really like Rhaenyra. This yeah. whole time. It wasn't some sort of manipulation or trying to spoil or besmirch her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I was I'm trying to think back to episode one when they had interactions and seeing if they were flirting a bit or because I remember he did have he did shoot her a few looks that were a little odd. You know what I mean? But uh I guess you're right in the fact that he does have, you know, pure intentions. He doesn't give a fuck about the way things are and the culture and stuff, because he said he's like, I'll take her as is. You know what I mean? Like, because the king's so worried now that if she's deflowered, nobody's going to want her or anything like that. So I guess, you know, like he is putting his money where his mouth is and he wants to move forward with that, you know, that idea. But I think it's also still like the king says, ulterior motives. You, it's not that you want my daughter. You want my throne. Right, right. There's always that, yeah. which makes Game of yeah. Thrones good, right? There's always you, you never know for certain. Even though like, oh, yes, you might love my daughter. And even though it's weird that I would marry her to you, you're still doing this because the added bonus of the throne. Right. So the next scene after this is probably historically the most interesting scene in the entire show. Um, Viserys calls Rhaenyra to his room and the dragon bone dagger that was used to kill the Night King and was wielded by Arya, etc., is in the fire. Uh, and Rhaenyra like goes to pick it up. She doesn't pick it up. Then later Viserys picks it up. And we see that when you put the dragon bone dagger into fire, there is writing on the mm-hmm. dragon, which we did not. Did, you know, we didn't know that that was never shown in Game of Thrones. As far as I know, I never seen something like that before. And it kind of spells out the prince that was promised prophecy, right? That there is a prince that was promised who will fight against basically the Night King and end the long night, etc. That's like the story that was supposed to play out <laughs> in Game of Thrones. That and they forgot about for Star frustrating Wars. Frustrating to, to see them like dropping the hints of like the prophecy. And here's the dagger yeah. used to kill the Night King. And we know it didn't turn out that way. No, a Targaryen did not kill the Night King. Right. So one of my theories is that this show is going to somehow connect to Jon Snow's sequel show. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see. Maybe they're trying to drop hints of things. Maybe Jon Snow's sequel show will still have something to do 
with the White Walkers in the Night King. Right. Perhaps they're not fully gone. Perhaps Longclaw also, if you put it in the fire, has some sort of message on it or something. Right. Okay. Longclaw is also a Valerian steel sword that Jon Snow has. I don't know. I think they're dropping hints. I think it's interesting, and I think it would actually be a good idea if they sort of retconned Game of Thrones with Jon Snow's show, and Jon Snow is theoretically supposed to be the prince that was promised. He's a Targaryen. He has the Valerian steel sword. His entire life's mission was basically stop the the White Walkers and the Night King, right? But he never got to do that because D&D shit the bed, you know, (laughs) by some bending off. So I don't know. Maybe maybe these are little hints, little Easter eggs that they're going to try and fix. a long way to go before we find that one out. We got years. Uh, to go. So after this, I guess the king, he finally wisens up and he kicks Otto Hightower the yeah. fuck out of the uh, the uh, the hand of the king. Did they say who the new hand's going to be or they didn't know? OK, they didn't know. So, I mean, like I said before, the king, Do you know who as, it ends up being. I don't you just remember. Say yes or no? I don't remember. Okay. Honestly, there, there's certain there's so many details. I don't remember yeah. them all. I just remember like general okay. plot. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think this proves right. The king is not as dumb as you think it is. And I think also the show is is sort of showing you that he is most concerned about prophecy and the long night and like this, you know, grander purpose. The Targaryens are supposed to serve over like little tiny political things and like his own. Then the Game of Thrones, then the Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he it's it. This is a good episode for the name of the show it is the game of thrones this is the, these are the things you do to get to the throne you bang your niece you rat out your your brother-in-law you know what i mean like yeah. you do these messed up things to to get to the throne right but again like the king is not playing that game for the most part his no, he's goal not. is he's the not. prince that was promised stopping yeah. the long night etc and it's confirmed with the very last scene where the maester comes into Rhaenyra's room and hands her an abortion tea. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Maybe because you're a, a, a viewer, you don't even realize what's going on. Remember, Rhaenyra completely denied everything yeah. to the king. This never happened. You know, they they basically, you know, so did Alicent right backed her up and said she wasn't lying. The king said, no, I know what's really, what really happened. Don't worry. I have your back because the yeah. thing that matters most to him is the prophecy is Rhaenyra being the princess that was promised mm-hmm. the prince was promised, whatever. I thought that's what that scene signified. Like it didn't even need to be said. It's like, I got your back. Yeah. This, this other stuff is more important. We're back that. on track after you drink this tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. What, what else did you think? No, uh, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I still enjoy the scheduled television. Yeah. It's just, definitely. you know, after these long days and now we got football over here, the G men went in today. Yeah, there we go. Football's coming. Um, it's hard to uh, it's hard to sit through. So you know, I lead. uh, I the only part I really missed was uh, when they kicked Otto out. Oh, you got dozed off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started dozing off there. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, let's rate it, and then I have one more comment to uh, to end it. But good. Okay. I'm giving it a seven. This was for so for me, you know. I gave what was it episode two a lower rating because it was this drama building episode, you know, of wits, people talking back and forth. 
and it didn't really captivate me and and you know i didn't enjoy it as much this one the drama was there this was spot on this was this was good drama a good story good writing good built character building you know so I, i'm giving it a seven and finally Kristen, whatever the uh, christoph uh got to bang so because i knew that was coming from Kristen cole one. christoph yeah. Kristen cole sir Kristen yeah cole. yeah I'll, sir Kristen. I'll give it an eight i thought this is like they laid on the drama thick here as yeah. probably good as game of thrones could possibly do it was tense it was interesting you didn't know whose side was who what people's motivations yeah. were that's what makes the show great right it keeps you guessing and whatnot is political drama one thing i want to close it out uh, we are getting close to a major time jump of multiple years where oh, yeah. uh, like characters are going to be recast uh, because that's really? how far. Yes. And um, I have to hand it to Millie Alcock, who's been playing uh, Rhaenyra. She's done a great job and she's kind of become a fan favorite at this point. And she's about to lose her job in one episode. <laughs> she's going to be replaced by Emma Darcy, uh, who's going to be taking over as older uh, Rhaenyra. And, and Emma Darcy is a professional actress. From what I've read, she's really good. Um, so I just find it interesting that in the future, we're going to look back at the show and Emma Darcy is going to be our Rhaenyra that we remember. Yeah. But we, at this point, everyone loves Millie Alcock, the 22 year old girl who's done it. She's done a good job. I, I think this is now going to like springboard. She's not really been in anything before. Yeah. She's going to springboard her to career now. I hope uh, so. Into what like, has Kit Harrington like, really done since Game of Thrones? He's done, I think, two, three movies. Maybe he's got he got typecasted. Right? Yeah. Now. Uh, even with marvel he's another right. knight in armor yes millie you know millie alcock here has only done four you know probably five episodes so she theoretically won't be typecast yeah so i think you could we could keep an eye out for like a really good you know career for her yeah, going yeah. Forward, hopefully definitely. yeah so that's hopefully. it everybody thank you for All listening right. uh jimbo the kid and i we did actually review the uh, rings of power also we are going to try and review some of those as well it's cool to uh yeah. you know you know sci-fi fantasy medieval yeah shows at the same time and two of like the the franchises that i really like so fun time. yeah i don't know if i'm going to be able to review both because i i damn well know every time we're talking about lord of the rings it'll be game of thrones stuff and every time i talk about game of thrones it'll be lord of the rings stuff yeah that's what makes uh, you fun you know the uh the <laughs> fantasy worlds are a little bit too similar for me i gotcha that's what makes you entertainer buddy so yeah. i love it yeah all right everybody Sounds all like right that. Doom Nation, thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and we'll be coming this week with another Two Doom uh, episode. So please have a good night, and peace out.